Uh, before we start, I just would like to place on record our thanks to Pastor Gerald and Annie and Joash for these evening devotions. It has really been a time of upliftment for us during these uh, dark days that we've been going through as a country and as a church and as for those of you that listen online, we just want to say a very sincere thank you and appreciation to them for these times when we spent in the Word of God. It was really a time where our spirits were uplifted. Uh, we're just going to just pray as I hand over to Joash, um, and he's going to just lead us in a song. Father, we come before you tonight. We thank you, O oh God, because we know that you are in total control. We thank you for this day, for it is a day that you have made, and we are glad and we rejoice tonight, because we know, Father, that you are our God and our King, and that, Lord, you rule and you reign, Father, and everything, O oh God, lays in your hands, and we, O oh God, are surrounded by you. So we thank you, O oh God, for your hands of protection. We thank you, Lord, for your peace. We thank you, O oh God, just for your comfort and your strength over us, Lord. And more especially, Lord, we thank you that you restore joy in our lives. And there are days, O oh God, when we get up, Lord, and just knowing, Father, that you are with us, it brings, O oh God, such a joy into our spirits that no matter what we can face in the day, we know, Lord Jesus, if you are for us, who can be against us? So, Lord, tonight we thank you as we worship you, Father. We worship you, Lord, with all of our hearts, all of our minds, and from deep within our spirit, because we want to return thanks unto you for who you are. So, Father, we bless your holy name. We thank you and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen.
what, were, what was happening in that storage room or in that cellar, when you look at the history of what was going on in that time, it says that Joash had to work in close uh, conjunction with the priest because he had to prepare the oil according to the law of Moses that was given in Exodus 30. And we know how in the law of Moses how there's different oils that were given with specific measurements so that the oil had to be prepared the way God wanted it to be. And when we look at the, the second part of it is that not only did he have to prepare the oil, but he had to preserve the oil. He had to be a watchman over the cellar, that place where he had the oil that was, he was preparing. Because then no one would, could come in and corrupt that mixture. No one had to come in, could come in and steal the oil. He could not be complacent or lazy about his duties. That means he had to be a watchman over that storage place. But also that place, that oil barrels had to be sealed with a certain type of waxing that nothing could escape out of it. But for me, what really got me is this, that when, while he was preparing the oil, and we all know that when we mix, if you and now that it's a cold weather, we like to mix all the massage oils and things like that, you know, the eucalyptus and all camphorated oil and all of that for massaging, and sometimes for colds, you know, we rub it on our chest with Vicks and all of those things. What happens while we are preparing that oil? It, while you are mixing it, it immediately is transferred to your hands. And after, even though you may not apply it on yourself, but you have the fragrance of that oil that not only permeates the room or the place that you are preparing it, but it also gets onto you. And while Jorash, I believe, in preparing these large amounts of oil, although he was in an obscure place working in a cold, damp cellar all by himself, he was not by himself, because that fragrance, that uh, uh, what you call oil was being transferred out to him. Imagine that fragrance that he had all of the time. I want us to know today that when we are keepers of the anointing, when we are keepers of the oil, we may be in obscure places, we may be in our closets, we may be in places where people may not see us praying and and interceding and, and lifting up the, the names of people and, and lifting up our country and, and praying for those that really need us. They may not see all of those kind of things. Or we may go unnoticed, like Joash was. We may be uncomfortable, because when you're on your knees and you're praying, it's not a comfortable position. You may go, it may go unappreciated. People may not see what you are doing. But the transference, of when you are in contact with God and you're touching him and you're touching his heart, what it does for you as a person and how it uplifts you. I don't know about you, but no matter what situation you are in, it doesn't matter about your circumstance, but when you come before God and you say, Lord, I'm, I'm standing in the gap, I'm praying, Lord, on behalf of the, the people, Lord, who cannot get on their knees. I'm praying, Lord, on those people that are fearful. I'm praying, oh God, for those that are hopeless. I pray, oh God, for those that need you in this time who are saying to themselves, maybe there's no God there out there for us. And we, as the keepers of the oil, we are saying, Lord, as we are praying here, send your angels, Lord, dispatch them, oh God, to these homes where there is darkness all around. Lord, I pray, let your anointing come out of this place where I am at 
and let it go into those homes. Let it penetrate there. Let them feel your power. Let them feel your presence. I pray today that there will be people that are in the body of Christ that say, I'm going to be a keeper of the oil. I'm going to be one that will prepare this anointing. I'm going to want, I want you to go out the way God has intended for you to go out. Not for me to be, uh, to be put on a pedestal because no flesh must glory in his presence. But Lord, we want your anointing to go out so that people will be able to feel you and know you in the darkest of times. We may not be there physically. As we all know, uh, during this time, in the last year and a half, we cannot get into people's homes and minister to them and lay hands on them. But we are saying, Lord, in this time, that as we start to pray and intercede, that you are going to reach out and you're going to touch them and you are going to minister to them. Joash had no idea that what he was doing was going to reach beyond his generation. He was there in that place preparing the oil. He was there teaching others as, as how to prepare the soil so that if he was not going to be there, there was somebody else that would do it. Because when we look uh, at this passage of scripture, we see that David was the one who called uh, Joash to be a keeper of the oil, to be in the stronghold, in, in, in that cellar. But in the time of Solomon, in the time of Solomon's, uh, when Solomon's temple was built, they say in the tabernacle of Moses there was one lampstand. But in the temple of Solomon, there were ten lampstands. And as you know, all of these lampstands had to be filled with oil in order for light to come out in order for light to shine. And so that oil that was being prepared by Joash at that point in time was reaching beyond his generation into the next where the oil that he was preparing or taught others how to do it was being, was being used in the temple of Solomon when Queen Sheba came and when she saw the magnificence of this temple. She could only see the magnificence of the temple when the last stands were lit. Because she could see the gold and she could see the silver and she could see the provenance and she could see the elegance and she could see everything because of the brightness. And that brightness could only come from the lampstands. I want you to know today that when you are the keeper of the oil in your generation, it's not only for you, but it is for generations to come. As we, as people, as, as, as we stand and we say we are men and women of God, that we want to be the ones that will, will keep the oil, will preserve the oil, will prepare the oil. It's not for us. It's for the next generation. My children must be able to say, this is how my mother was. And she was an intercessor. I want to be like that. I want to be one that will stand unnoticed. And maybe people may not appreciate what we're doing. But we are saying, God, we want to be ones that will be able to Give out this oil, this anointing. Preserve it in our day so that those that come before us will say, Lord, I thank you for what you have done, what you have done in generations. We know from our parents' prayers, from our grandparents' prayers, I know how my granny used to sit uh, and kneel down at the edge of my bed with her head covered and she used to pray in Telugu. But even though I couldn't understand what she was saying, but I could feel the power of her prayers. And in the same way, my mom took on that and now I've taken on that and I say to my daughters, I want you to do the same thing. We need to preserve the anointing 
Because in the days and age that we are facing today, we've never faced things that we faced in our day. And we're thinking, God, what more for our children? Even right now, when we look at what our children are going through, they have not experienced things like this before, to stay away from school for so long, to uh, stay away from family for so long. Children are going through, through so much in this time. And all we have to say is, Lord, I want this anointing to be transferred to them. Lord, let this, the oil of the anointing flow over our children, that they will, not, they will see this as a time where they are going through, that is a preparation for them for the days which they are going to face ahead. Our children must be strong in the word of God, be strong in what God has called them to do. So when we look at this passage of scripture today, I want you to know that God has called us, not me, not Pastor Gerald, or not other pastors that we are looking to, but every one of us. If we, are, if we say today that we are saved and we are children of God, then we should be keepers of the oil. We should not let it go, let it go, a day go where we do not seek the face of the Lord, trust in him, believe upon him with all of our heart, and say, Lord, we need you more than ever in this time. We, we know that, you know, there, there, there are times when, when ourselves, we feel uncomfortable, we feel unappreciated, we feel unnoticed. It's not about us. It's about what God has placed us on the earth to do so that others may be touched and blessed. So I pray today that as a people, as a, as a family of God, as the body of Christ, that when you look at what God has given to you in your hands, he's given you a precious commodity. That is the oil of the anointing. The Bible says, let your vessels be so filled with this precious oil, with a, with a, a precious treasure that is given to you. And God has given us this treasure. Let us not be reckless. You know, when we, we, uh, we all know that when we are given something that is precious and expensive, what do we do? We lock it up. We keep it, we keep it safe. We don't want uh, the others to come out and, or to be out in the open so that it will get lost or it will get stolen or anything of that sort. We keep it safe. And that is what we need to do today is to preserve the anointing. Keep it within our, uh, it's so much in ourselves that what we have to give is more than what we have within ourselves. So I pray today that you will be blessed by this word. As you go out tomorrow, as, as in as you go, back, uh, go to sleep tonight, I pray that there will be nothing that will trouble your mind, there will be nothing that will be of concern to you. All you say, Lord, is let your anointing flow. Let your anointing oil, O oh God, flow from the crown of my head right down, Lord, to the, to the sole of my feet. Let me be covered, O oh God, with your anointing so that there will be nothing that will come. You see, if there's anything that we ask of God, he will not withhold it from us. And so I pray today that as, as, as a child of God, no matter what you are going through, just lift up your hands before him and say, Lord, I need your anointing more than ever. I need you now more than ever. And when the moment we make that declaration, I can say to you today, without a shadow of doubt, that God will see you through. God will lift you, your spirit up. God will lift you up from your circumstance and he will change your situation around. Let's just bow our heads in a word of prayer. Father, we come before you today. Lord, we know, God, how important the anointing, oh God, is to every one of us. We pray, oh God, to be filled with the spirit of God. I pray today, Lord Jesus, that we will not, oh God, just, just be reckless, oh God, about what you have placed in our hands. 
I pray today, Father, that your anointing will not grow dull, O oh God. It will not take us, uh, it will not, O oh God, uh, uh, be, uh, be drained out of us, O oh God. But that day in and day out, Lord Jesus, that we will ask to be filled more and more and more with your anointing, Lord. I pray today, O oh God, that there will be nothing, Lord, that will be able to infiltrate and take away, O oh God, every plan of the enemy, O oh God, that tries to steal away the anointing and the power of God that is over our lives. I come against it in the name of Jesus. And I pray, O oh God, today that you will, Lord, preserve that which you have placed in our hands. I pray, Father, let the fragrance of that, O oh God, which you have given unto us, let it permeate, O oh God, into every place that we step in. Let it permeate, O oh God, as our prayers are lifted up into the atmosphere, Father, that whoever we are praying for, Lord Jesus, let them feel a touch from you. So, God, I pray, Lord, that you will minister to us tonight throughout the times, O oh God, when, Lord, even in the days to come, Father, when we are, and sometimes, O oh God, when we are expecting the unexpected, I pray, Father, that you will make us strong in you. So we thank you for your presence, and we thank you for your anointing. In Jesus' name. Amen. I pray that you are blessed tonight. We will join together tomorrow again at 7 p.m. And God bless you. Have a blessed evening.